What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Latin Explaining. My name is Denise Gonzalez. For those who do not know me, for those who do, welcome, guys. It's nice to be here again. I know we're on a different schedule, like I said before. I apologize for last Sunday. Uh, many of you guys know. If you don't know, you're going to find out. But um, last Sunday, I had my second dose of the C-19 jab. And <laughs> oh, my God it was insane i couldn't do anything pretty much anything till like wednesday and to be honest with you it was hell so if you got your job or if you're in the process of getting it and you live in one of the states that is forcing you to get it oh my god if i were praying i'll be praying for you <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, guys. <laughs> I want to uh, give a huge shout out to Culturally Castizo, to Jose, to Risa Realm, to Cristina Morena, to Hispano and Cultural. Uh, thank you for starting the chat. Welcome. Uh, I hope every single one of you is having an amazing weekend. Uh, I'm saying hi here from steamy hot California. Yes, you're hearing right. California for the I don't know. It's taking a break on the winter <laughs> and the fall temperatures uh, being in the high 90s uh, in this past week. It, it was crazy, to be honest with you. Um, like I said, thank you guys for sticking with me. Uh, it's standard now, and I want to make it clear from now on, Latin Swimming will be only on the weekend, Saturday at 12 and every Sunday at 2 p.m. Tomorrow, we're going to have another show. So during the week, do your thing, stay productive, just like as much as I am, because of course, for professional reasons, I'm not going to be able to be uh, on my old schedule for now. So I'm going to um, do it on the weekends. Of course, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, like, I don't know if I can watch you on that time. But if not, don't worry. You can catch me on the replay. I'm not going anywhere. I am here. And trust me, we have a lot, a lot, a lot to discuss. Hi, Rakim. <laughs> Morena is like, dang, 90s, not even Texas that warm. Yeah, absolutely. Yesterday, it was 96 degrees. I, I kid you not. It's so crazy. Like, it went from 60 and 50s to, like, 90s this week. And the weekend is getting hotter and hotter. I don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, right now, we're on a drought official crisis to the point that you cannot water your lawn on specific times and whatnot because we have no water. It's been the driest year uh, I've seen here in California. It's insane. But guys, like I said, thank you guys for starting the chat. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get this show started. Speaking of dry and droughts and whatnot, I'm going to be addressing things that are happening here in California. And you know, this show is going to be uh, hilarious. I promise you that it's going to be funny. We're going to laugh a lot about the hypocrisy of some of our politicians and whatnot, including AOC. Uh, but speaking of that, like Gavin Newsom, man, like this dude cannot stop like amazing me or driving me insane. Um, he literally said, give me one second, because I want you guys to actually see this. 
uh, for what it is. But he literally said some stuff uh, that, oh my God, look, uh, on a tweet, uh, there was this dude that said, Newsom is now asking a court of appeals here in California to remove the vaccine mandate for a union that gave him $1.75 million. Every other mandate needs to go immediately. And to be honest with you, like at first when I saw the tweet, I was like, what he's talking about? Like the last time I checked here in California, everybody needs to be vaccinated. And like a lot of people are being mandated, you know, whether... I didn't have to. Uh, the only reason I took that is because, you know, I'm going back to health and I'm working out after recovering from my injury. It's been a few years now. Um, and I just want to go back, get back in track and rehabilitate my leg. So, of course, you know, um, everybody else, like aside from the gym, I didn't have any other reason why I needed to get vaccinated because I'm completely fine with just cooking at home and not going out. Like, I'm completely fine with that. But I obviously, you know, could not stand that they were going to take the, the gym from me. So I looked deeper into this and it reminded me something that a friend of mine said, um, if you don't follow, I am Dima, uh, to follow him, he's hilarious. But he literally said this to me like 18 months ago, like legit. He literally said that the worst person for California was Gavin News along his YouTube channel. And that was hilarious to me because I knew I'm, I was not very fond of Gavin Newsom. He had has had some very good points, to be honest, that I said, okay, you know, this is going in the right direction. But then he he does like 10 wrong things. And that's why I was like, are you sure that, yeah, but you know, after a while, I started seeing through the bullshit and started agreeing more and more with him. And I looked deep into this and I found out that it is true. San Francisco Gate reported that Gavin Newsom, who said Democrats to lean into vaccine mandates, is asking the court of appeals in the state of California to hold one mandate. And you might ask yourself why. And they said on the um, article, California Governor Gavin Newsom, who previously said that Democratic politicians to lean into C-19 policies, such as vaccine mandates and issue the nation's first such mandate for school children, is trying to get the federal courts to hold a vaccine mandate for prison guards. And you may ask yourself, why is what's so special about prison guards uh, that he's holding this stuff? And Basically, the State Prisons Guard Union, a group that donated $1.75 million to Newsom in September's recall election. Let's not forget that this dude was so corrupt um, that the state wanted to kick him out, and a lot of people voted uh, to have him recalled, myself included. I sent my petition and whatnot. Um, now, one thing that... Um, uh, we, you know, the article digs up is that he had argued against the vaccine mandate. Uh, the union had argued against the vaccine mandate along with the Newsom administration. California Matters reported that Wednesday that Newsom administration has formally moved forward with the appealing the judge's order to the Ninth Circuit in an attempt to block the mandate. And let's not forget, like I said, this is not the first time that we're seeing that Gavin Newsom is actually like super, super, super freaking corrupt. Like, to be honest with you, it's like insane, insane. Yes, Morena, California is becoming a desert, uh, in all honesty. <laughs> 
Um, but to be honest with you, it's it's just insane. It's like culturally, Castillo is saying, yeah, man, sue the Biden administration. They're in violation of our liberties. Absolutely. Like, to be honest with you, now the, the Fifth Circuit, I believe, is uh, halting his nationwide man, uh, mandate for companies. I don't even know why he's sticking his nose in uh, what private companies do with their employees, but that shouldn't have been done in the first place. And the more people are drinking the Kool-Aid, the more it's like scary because people are not understanding. Okay, you might think and you, I'm not here, I'm not anti-vaxxer, I'm not here to tell you what to do with your body. But one thing that we must remember is that today you might agree with that people should be vaccinated. But tomorrow, something that you don't agree with could be mandated. And you're not going to agree with that and you're going to be forced. That is the danger of this thing. And if you're not seeing the writing in the wall, I don't know. I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> uh, I see that Jose says, uh, without unions, without the unions, there will be no middle class. Yeah, I, I'm not here attacking the unions. What I'm saying is that the hypocrisy of this governor of just advocating for the people that give him money. They, this union in particular wanted to keep him in place for a reason. And I mean, if you can't see through the bullshit, like I have no respect for, for you because you only make things possible as long as I'm giving you money. And let's not forget that Gavin Newsom has had other issues when it comes to people that donate him money or people that give money to charities that he quote unquote endorses. Hmm. And speaking of, you know, more of this bullshit about, you know, the vaccine mandates, um, I wanted to highlight something that I didn't have the opportunity to talk about on a previous show, and it's how the Biden's vaccine mandate is blocked by the federal court, basically the Fifth Circuit in Texas, with jurisdiction over Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and gives his administration until Monday to respond. That was this past Monday. Three U.S. Fifth District Court of Appeals judges issue a state on President Joe Biden's latest COVID-19 uh, COVID vaccine mandates. The mandate requires private companies with more than 100 or more employees to impose vaccine mandates on their workers by January 4th. Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and Utah had filed a petition to block the mandate, which will more than 84 million workers. The whole comes as 11 Republican states also issued lawsuits against the mandate. The White House has until Monday to respond, and the state the states can apply for a permanent hold on Tuesday. To be honest with you, this is the precedent that we needed, and I am so glad that it's happening. I'm so glad that we live in a society that is still maintaining like a centric view on things. Like I said, we should not, I'm not taking away from the fact that right now, as of today, I'm not talking about the future or that the pill that's being said, but as of today, the best, um, approach that we have to this disease, this virus, is the vaccine. But it should be voluntary. It should not be forced. Because there's also other things like myself, for example, I survived C19, even though, you know, I have 
other conditions that could have potentially uh, harm me. I survived it because I ingest high levels of vitamin D due to my injury. So that worked on my benefit and that has been proven that it works among a lot of other things that off-label work for C19 patients and whatnot. So it should not be mandatory, especially in a country that prides itself on being uh, a free country. So let me know what you think about this uh, whole thing with the mandates and all this stupidity and whatnot. Like it's just it's just crazy to me. It's hilarious at the same time. Radical, what's up? Radical said, Denise is being paid by the right. She's dangerous. Take the job and don't question anything. <laughs> Lord, I'm telling you, uh, I saw the video that Christina did the other day, and I, I feel for Christina because like I said, I was forced to take this vaccine that, of course, we put a lot of junk in our bodies, and I get it. We eat those, those fried tostones and whatnot, and what's a vaccine compared to all of that? But you're supposed to decide if you want to. It, we're not fighting the medicine here. What we're fighting is the fact that you're using your position of power to force people to do something that they might not want to freaking do. <laughs> I'm just, it's, it's, it's insane. I don't get it. I uh, see that culturally Castiza says, how is California tourism right now? This vaccine mandate surely does hinder the visitation. It's a good thing they're taking it to the courts, right? It can only fight politics with, yeah, absolutely. To be honest with you, there's a lot of people, like I said, that have drank the Kool-Aid, um, of taking it and just you know telling other people that okay let's take the risk and i find it funny that a lot of people take the risk today on many things like this vaccine but to be honest with you they don't take risks that matter like okay let me take the risk with this medicine and roll the dice but I'm not going to take the risk with, for example, marriage. I'm not going to take the risk with having a child. I'm not going to take the risk of starting a business. I'm not going to take the risk of working my ass off. I'm not going to take the risk of buying a house. But they they have all this energy to come at the people that don't believe this should be forced and come tell you, hey, come here and do something that we don't know, we don't have enough data yet that could potentially, potentially mess you up you know, because I did it, because I did it and it's insane and it's great. Just take it, you know? So it's like I said, it's, oh my God, it, it's something that I don't understand to be honest with you, but what can we do? What can we do? And before people tell me like, you know, oh, it's been FDA approved. Uh, what the hell is wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. And let me tell you something on an average and don't take my word for it. If you think that because it's, it's, if it's FDA approved, I'm sorry, that this makes it like this amazing thing that has the seal of approval. And like I said, I'm not being anti-vaccine. I'm just being here with facts. If you think that that gives it a seal of proof that it's safe for you, let me remind you on a, on a curious fact in case you don't know. Every year, on average, 1,279 drugs are recalled from the FDA approval seal in this nation. Every year, 1,279 drugs get recalled. 
Okay, so don't come at me with the bullshit. And like I said, you don't take my word for it. Go look for this information yourself. <laughs> Every year, at least almost 1,300 drugs get recalled from the FDA. So do not come at me with the seal of approval blah, blah, and all this stuff. We still don't know even what long-term consequences COVID-19 uh, are going to have in our bodies, how it's going to change it, let alone, you know, this whole new medicine. Radical Latina says, Tina will be okay here. OnlyFans is going to blow up. Oh, come on, right? <laughs> Christina's going to throw a cyber chunk at you. <laughs> uh, Radical says, FDA recalls are wild. Approval don't mean anything. I hope I grow up bat wings from this jab. Well, who knows? To this point, like, you never know. You you never know. And to be honest with you, I like what Morena says here. Not surprising. The FDA is a joke. Haunted. I'm going to say something that people don't understand. The FDA... Uh, it's a public agency that you can go and work and approve a drug and surprisingly be corrupt by it. Like the FDA is super corrupt because I can work, for example, let's say I work on the department that approves these drugs. And I'm not saying that this is what happening, uh, this is what's happening, but to be honest with you, if I get, you know, a little beefed up and whatnot, after I approve that drug, I can easily go and work for that company, that pharmaceutical company, and have a signing bonus and work for them and make a lot of money simply because I approved their drug and now people are crowding to come buy it. And if you don't believe me, look up how it happened with OxyContin. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Like I said, people... I don't know what the hell is going on with people, but to be honest with you, open your freaking eyes and start becoming an American or get the hell out of there because America is supposed to pride itself on freedom. And that's the, the least, the least that we are right now. Radical says, I'm going to have the radical jab and you better take it. It will protect you from Anglo-Hispanics. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is insane. This is this is insane. And speaking of insane, uh, one thing that I highlighted, uh, to be honest, is that um, I admire a lot Robbie Draco Rosa. Like I, if you're Puerto Rican, you know who I'm talking about. If you don't, uh, listen to his song, Massy Mass. And if you love Ricky Martin, uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, all of those songs, well, the majority, were written and, you know, by Roby Draco Rosa. That's how amazing person he is. And I love something that he said uh, recently regarding his uh, concert, why he decided not to do his concert in Puerto Rico, uh, because the mandates it, are just as tough as here in California. And I want you guys to hear what he had to say about it. Well. El tema, eh, aprovecho este momento, yo este, he querido tocar acá en vivo y ha sido difícil por unas reglas que ha establecido el gobierno de, de uno tener que vacunarse. Y yo lo único a ustedes que están presentes, hay una narrativa del mainstream que 
sea por CNN, por los canales principales. Y pues, hay unos grandes intereses envueltos y sé que, no sé si conocen, pero hay una aplicación que se llama Telegram. Y algunos de ustedes sí conocen a Telegram. ¿Ya? Yeah? Good, good. Eh, ahí pues se dan cuenta un poco de lo que está pasando en el mundo, en Australia. Este, vamos, hay muchas verdades que se están compartiendo ahí. Espero que, que entiendan eso y, y les deseo suerte. Yo espero poder tocar en vivo en algún lado, pero con esas reglas este, me cuesta, así que a lo mejor tendré que tocar en casa. Y eso es bien. You know, fuck it, you know. Yeah. Sí, gracias. You know. Ya yeah, ha sido difícil porque ahí en el, lo que es el Coca-Cola Music Hall, pues tienen unas reglas eh, radicales. And, um, you know, puedes creer lo que, lo que te dé la gana y por lo general nosotros escuchamos y regurgitamos, somos pocos que, hacen, que hacemos investigación. Y hoy en día yo siempre digo que el PhD de, del día está en tu teléfono, ¿no? Anything you want to know, you can find out. Obviamente el mainstream interesa que, que no, que ahí está la mentira. Pero es not true. Eh, espero que tomen tiempo y tomen esas decisiones. Yo voy a ustedes, especialmente a los papás, que el, el tema de forzarle a... a So basically, for those who, you know, don't understand Spanish, it's basically just saying, you know, <laughs> look at Radical, it's like, oh, Chet, he said my name. <laughs> Radical, they're gonna now say that, you know, the soul tips are gonna say you have Roby Draco Rosa on payroll. <laughs> But to be honest with you, um, he basically said that he wanted to play on the Coca-Cola Music Hall in Puerto Rico. And unfortunately, because they're forcing the crew also to have the vaccine uh, as a mandate, like he's not going to do it because he, he doesn't want to be responsible for uh, forcing people to make a decision, especially when there's a lot of information out there of what's happening around the world. And, you know, so <laughs> look at Cultura y Castizo say, Tipo, do you shout out to Radical Latino? Yeah, he, he shout out Radical. <laughs> To be honest with you guys, I don't know what the heck is going to happen. Um, there's a lot of people that by December 4th will lose their jobs uh, if they're not fully vaccinated, including police, firefighters, and whatnot here in the state of California. It's extremely sad to see this happening. Um, and there's a lot of protests happening every day. I plan on joining a few to be honest with you, because I believe in freedom and that people should be entitled to, if they want to jump off a building, they should be entitled to do so if they want to. And we should not intervene with what people uh, do. And to all the people that love to like criticize and say a lot of things to me and send me stupid DMs saying like, oh, like you're spreading misinformation and whatnot, come on now. <laughs> Come on now, use it, fuck, like, <laughs> it is what it is, it is what it is. <laughs> Radical says, no lie, this forced jab is unconstitutional, there should be lawsuits after, absolutely, and trust me, I even if I get a dime, I will for sure join whatever lawsuit uh, this state gets for the stuff that they're doing. 
to be honest with you, because it's it's just out of control. It's absolutely out of control and it needs to be stopped at some point. It needs to be stopped and I'm all for it. So if you're in, in the state of California, you know about any protests happening, any movement, any class action, whatever the hell you want, uh, let me know and I will join you, even if you're a slow tech, because I believe on freedom. And one thing I would say before I close the news today, uh, I want to give a shout out to, if you guys haven't watched my interview with the Lion Man and Leon Fiscalizador from Puerto Rico, I want to give a shout out to him. Uh, if you pray, keep him on your prayers. If you don't pray, then send him good vibes. Go visit his platform and send him good vibes. He was recently attacked while investigating some corruption that's happening in the island. I will uh, have more insight on that tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, I will bring him on so he can explain to us exactly what happened, what's being done, and whatnot. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. Uh, I will bring the lion man, if I can, here so he can explain us and you can hear from himself uh, what happened, but to be honest with you, I will be posting on my Instagram later the incident that happened to him so that you guys are aware of what happened. Uh, it's very unfortunate that you try to bring actual information in real time to the corruption that's happening and people come at you with violence and attack you. So definitely guys, that has been all for today for news. Uh, let's keep it moving because I have more things to share and we definitely have to get to AOC. Guys, the music sector is popping. The music sector is popping. And one of the things that I mean by that is there's a lot of music being put out. But I want to focus first. I'm going to start with the bad news. You uh, have, at this point, you have all heard about what's going on with uh, Astrofest, Astro War, and whatnot. Like I reported on it last Saturday. And like I said, Everything that I said, like if you didn't listen to duty calls, um, duty calls on last Saturday, uh, trust me, you want to tune in because you want to listen what I said, and it has come to happen. And I'm not trying to say that I got it right. Like this is something that many people are seeing. Uh, when I said we need to put people like Travis Scott and Alec Baldwin out of circulation, like. I have zero sympathy for what's happening to Travis Scott right now. And I've heard a lot of views from people blaming the parents for bringing teenagers and nine-year-olds and 14-year-olds. And I get that. I finally got that point. I get it. Um, you should not be underage and on this rave parties because there's a lot of drugs and craziness involved. But let's not uh, be oblivious and stupid when it comes to the stuff. Like, to be honest with you, Travis Scott knew and is notorious, has even been charged with misdemeanors before for having this outrageous, uh, you know, riots at his fest. Let's call it what it is, you know, because let's not forget, I think it was 2016. Correct me if I'm wrong, if it was 2016 or 2017 that he was charged with a misdemeanor because a person died at one of his concerts before because he's always like rage or go home rage or go home and whatnot 
and he's always inciting the public to like trample security, get in, get crazy, do this, do that, without thinking about the repercussions that this is going to have in the public that listens to him. Well, now uh, he's getting lawsuits up his ass to the point that even the, his public presence right now, it's the equivalent of shit. So to be honest with you, people are booing people that play his music. I saw a party uh, where they were playing, like a DJ was playing one of his songs and people started booing him. And to be honest with you, right now they're saying that with the amount of lawsuits that are coming his way, this could cost Travis Scott not millions, but a billion or more dollars. So to be honest with you, I don't feel sorry for uh, Travis. I don't think he should get canceled, but I do think that we need to put him out of circulation until he understands that with great power comes great responsibility. And the same thing goes for Alec Baldwin. Like before you come for me thinking like, oh, you're being racist or you're being this because it's rap or because you're anti-music and whatnot. I'm not anti-music. I'm a sound engineer and I know what I'm fucking talking about because I've worked at events before in my life. Um, there's no freaking way. like. I get that there's people telling me like, oh, you know, um, it's not his fault. People were going wild and whatnot. Let me tell you something. Like I said last Saturday before, um, <laughs> look at MK said, get rage or get sued. That's his opinion, <laughs> his option right now. <laughs> look, I've worked at events before. And like I stated last Saturday, you're supposed to have an insurance that's in the millions for this type of situation before you do this on a venue. Second of all, I don't know exactly what the state of Texas requires, but it's a standard to have at least one ambulance per thousand people. He did not have that. You're supposed to have EMTs per thousand people. You're supposed to have firefighters, firefighters in place per thousand people. That is the way, that is the standard to do a massive or large venue in any state, okay? It, it works uh, in other concerts and whatnot, in other events. Uh, imagine if this was the NFL. Like the NFL has this type of things in place. That's why they don't get sued like this. And these situations don't happen like that. Because let's not forget, this happens in many, many concerts. Why they don't get this crazy lawsuits and all this raving and shit is because they follow the law. Uh, Radical says, I bet she won't say this about reggaeton. She's biased. Well, let me tell you something. At least reggaeton singers don't get sued because they have these things in place. And let's not forget that I did agree with not having our Canhill concerts anymore at the Choliseo because there were shootings and whatnot, and that was dangerous. And that's why they banned him even from performing at this venue. Okay. <laughs> and Rakim said, radical Latino, no, Denise is not biased, right? <laughs> so to be honest with you, I mean, I feel for Travis. I don't think his career should end the same way Alec Baldwin. I don't think his career should end, but he, you should not be that stupid, especially since you're in that position. Alec Baldwin needs to take a class from Will Smith and learn gun handling, which is something I've said even on my Instagram before. If you're going to act, if you're going to handle guns, even if they're props, you're supposed to treat a gun always as if it's loaded. And because Alec Baldwin has always been anti-gone, 
this is what happens. Now he has to live with the fact that he killed a mother and left a child being an orphan in this world. And like I said, the same with Travis Scott. Like I have no sympathy for none of them. Now moving into more fascinating things. I don't know if you guys have heard, but I've been saying this for a minute. Bachata is, to be honest, one upcoming thing. I am a bachatera. That was the first rhythm that I was able to learn, obviously, growing in a very conservative and very Christian and religious household. Bachata is always going to hold like a special place to me. It was the first thing I learned how to dance. And now we have La Fama a collaboration between Rosalia and The Weeknd, which is a bachata song. If you have had, haven't had the opportunity uh, to listen to it, it premiered, I believe, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. It premiered yesterday. So make sure you tune in, you listen to it. It's really good. The video is absolutely funny, but it's, it's actually really good. So that's something that, you know, it's coming. Also, uh, Bad Bunny and Adwin have uh, announced that their, their albums are coming out. I'm here waiting for it. Get your popcorn, get everything ready <laughs> because they are coming, people. <laughs> uh, Radical is like, you see, cancel the news. She wants people to take the jab. So why... Why isn't it those people's right to perish while listening to their favorite rapper? Oh my God, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> well, guys, that has been all for music today. Let's keep moving because, like I said, we have a lot of things going on for this show. As if that wasn't enough, this explosive uh, events that were happening. Uh, I want to give a huge shout out to all Mexicans and all the people that are fans of boxing, that are deep into the boxing world. Canelo has shocked the world. Um, this past Saturday, you know, I get it. You know, Caleb was a strong contender. And like I said, this was going to be a very difficult fight. But to be honest with you, for minutes there, I was like, Canelo, cabrón, dale. <laughs> but, um, you know, I wanted him to win so badly, like, for to a certain degree. Let's not forget, Caleb was looking kind of good. He was he was literally looking kind of good uh, against Canelo, and even Canelo gave him some respect after that. But to be honest with you, <laughs> look at Radical. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> but Canelo has made uh, all Latinos proud. Like if you're not proud of him, I get it, Radical. Okay, but to be honest with you, um. Canelo has made all Latinos proud and also has made history, you know, becoming, I believe, the sixth boxer in history to unify all the belts in a, in a weight class. And he's the first Latino to do this. And to be honest with you, I could not be any prouder. Uh, I'm so excited that I got to see it happening. Now our parents cannot come at us and tell us, you know, oh, like Julio Cesar Chavez was the best and whatnot. Now we have, it's so crazy because 
if you're a fan of boxing and your parents are too, you know the conversations usually go with them, trying to win that with the fights, the great fights that happened during their time and whatnot. But to be honest with you, uh, one thing that I say is that Canelo is one of the fighters that I admire the most because look at MK's Canelo. Yeah, he's like Thanos, like he got them all. But to be honest with you, uh, <laughs> a radical shout out to that Anglo <laughs> I see that Rakim said, it's no question about it. Canelo is a beast and he's been a beast since I first saw him in 2011. Absolutely. Canelo is very determined. He's always hungry. He never fucking disappoints. Uh, and to be honest with you, one thing that I admire about Canelo is not easy to come back from a loss such a huge loss when canelo i saw him fight uh mayweather and mayweather was not knocking him out or nothing or giving him power punches but he outboxed the fuck out of canelo but one thing i would say is that it's so beautiful to see when a boxer takes a loss and he translated into a learning experience and a discovery experience. And he learns new things about himself. And he took that loss so well to the point that he took what he learned from, from, uh, from Mayweather and translated into his career. And that's why he has been killing it and killing it and killing it because he applied himself to it, which is why he dissed Ryan Garcia for being, I don't know, a TV personality now or like a social media personality instead of a boxer. Uh, let's see if, you know, he, he takes it to heart. But to be honest with you, I am so proud. I don't know if you are proud, but if you're Latino and you're not proud of Canelo, I don't know you. I have no respect for you and I don't like you. But to be honest with you, he shocked the world last Saturday. I loved it. I'm so excited. Viva Mexico, cabrones. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But congrats to all Mexicans on, you know, having this under your guys' belt. Like, this was amazing. And, you know, it's so nice that it came from Latin America. I am excited. I'm very proud. And it was an explosive fight. If you have not uh, watched it because you were doing something uh, that the rest of the world was not doing, I feel bad for you. And speaking of violence, there was no more beautiful display of violence that I've seen in my life. And like I even stated on my Instagram, to be honest with you, violence never looks so freaking great than it did with the Gagey and Chandler fight last night. Okay, to be honest with you, Oh my freaking God. Like these two dudes literally killed each other. They were like, you could not tell who was going to win. We know Chandler and he's notorious for being like a ride or die type of dude. And we know Gagey takes a lot of punishment, but he still comes at you. He's like, kind of like, I think he drank some of like Nadia's uh, <laughs> special juice. You know that Nadia's is the type of fighter that you can shoot at him and still come at you. Uh, that's that's Gagey. And to be honest with you, seeing both of these dudes train for this fight and seeing how they push each other to the extremes, just to bring us this amazing display of martial arts this dude's like whoever says that martial arts is not an actual art 
is right and is wrong. It's not an art, it's a science. And whoever, it's wrong because it is an art. It takes a specific person that's willing to morph their bodies into uh, a specific thing and, and, and train for it and endure the harshest conditions to come display uh, all their knowledge in the case with somebody that wants to punish you for 25 freaking minutes. Like, come on now. But to be honest with you, even Gagey at the end of his statement was that, you know, they <laughs> literally, he said, we were born in the wrong time. We should have been killing each other in a coliseum in the past. And that is true. They were gladiators. And I think out of all the fights, aside from Canelo, obviously, but that's boxing, out of all the fights, even though I enjoyed the Usman fight, to be honest with you, um, this was one of the best fights, if not the best fight uh of the night like it was amazing i loved it and like i said if you haven't watched it there's still time you can go into espn or whatever and watch the fight it was i mean there's no highlights because the whole fight was a freaking uh highlight and to be honest with you it was amazing it was bloody it was harsh it was crazy uh there were moments when you wouldn't know who was going to win uh it was insane it was insanely good and i'm so glad we saw the number two and the number five in the world fighting uh against each other for several minutes and it was an amazing display of martial arts and speaking of a beautiful display of martial arts uh I, oh my god i gotta talk about it i got to talk about it uh i don't know if you guys know colby covington and um kumaru usman had their fight too of course i'm always on the nigerian nightmare corner not because because a lot of people are gonna come at me oh you're always siding with black people it's not because he's black this dude has a hundred percent uh takedown defense and on top of that he's an amazing striker he's an amazing wrestler like let's not forget that this dude gets paid the big bucks because of who he is he's one of the top notch if not dana white's golden boy right now on uh the ufc because of the way he fights and let's not forget how he put even masvidal to sleep one thing i would say is that obviously in the welterweight of the mma i don't know if you guys have noticed this every time we have a champion it's like everybody that faces the champion it's like better than the actual freaking champion <laughs> and to be honest with you i see that armando sanchez was like i was going for covington i was never for covington to be honest with you i'm gonna say why i love colby covington when he fights uh everybody else but kumaru usman and i'm gonna explain why is that going back to canelo when canelo lost to mayweather he took that like a man and went back to his corner analyzed what he did wrong and learned from that mistake and the first thing i knew he was going to lose because on the first fight we saw how kumaru usman broke this man's face he literally broke his jaw and he went, Colby went to his corner to say, hey, I think he broke my jaw. And he clearly did to the point that Colby decided to hide his x-rays and not disclose it to the media because he did not want people to see that uh, Kumaru Usman broke his jaw. So even when asked questions about it, people ask him, like, are you going, if you lose again, are you going to reveal the x-ray to see if he actually broke your jaw? And he started insulting people. 
And one thing that I saw, and I knew from the beginning he was going to lose again, was because he did not accept his defeat. He did not accept that he lost. And that's the same MO that we saw from Masvidal. Masvidal is an amazing fighter with amazing power, amazing endurance, but he did not accept his loss. When you do not accept your loss, you're doing yourself as a fighter a disservice simply because you're not accepting that something that the other dude did right, you did wrong. The game is simple. You go into a cage with a person that's going to punish you, even if you don't have beef with them, for several minutes. And the game is that you punish him more than he punishes you. That is the game. And if he punished you more, you have to look deep into why he was able to do that, correct it, and come back and try again. And the fact that, like I said, the fact that he couldn't do that, the fact that he denied that he lost in such a way that was for the public to see to the point that the, the fight was stopped shows a lot of character. And even now, like when he got, he lost again, he at first gave Usman some respect because Usman said, I will shake his hand and I will give him respect. And he even said he's an amazing fighter. He just has to live with the fact that he's number two. It's the same thing that happened with Deontay Wilder. He's an amazing boxer, but he has to live with the fact that uh, Tyson Fury is number one and he's just number two. And there's nothing wrong with that. But now we have the mental gymnastics of, of Colby Covington go, coming into place because his ego got bruised. And he's like, well, you know what? Usman is doping. Look at his acne. Look at this. Look at that. And it goes back to the same thing. You're great, but there's somebody that's greater than you. And that is the sport. How about you go back, look at what you're not bringing and just bring it. I would love to see that fight when they both fight each other bloody. Who wouldn't like to see that? Every fan would like to see that. So to be honest with you, like I said, it's so stupid that as a fighter, you, you're doing this disservice to yourself simply because you refuse to accept, hey, somebody was better at it, somebody was faster and stronger, and I cannot continue this way, and I have to better myself. I, I don't know what to tell you. I honestly don't know what to tell you. You know, Morena says, Dan, you can't, you can't, you can't like an athlete without it being race related. Absolutely. It, and that's why I said a lot of people um, agree with me on my assessment with Deontay Wilder, of course, because I was telling Deontay Wilder what I'm saying. I was telling, I was saying what I said about Deontay Wilder, the same thing I'm saying today about Colby. They both have the same issue, but back then, because a lot of people uh, wants to just insert race here they don't see it like that. And I'm just in, as impartial as I can be because I love this sport. So the same thing, Colby Covington and Deontay Wilder are in the same seat to me. Accept your defeat, take it like a freaking man, assess what went wrong, become stronger, make the changes you have to do, shut the fuck up and kill it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I see that radical says, why we have to punish each other physically? Why can't we punish each other with love? <laughs> Denise's love for physical violence is her Anglo side coming out. I want love. That's my native side. <laughs> You're stupid, radical. You're so stupid. <laughs> oh my God. That is insane. 
I see that culturally, Castizo says, sports are like this. I understand the national pride behind boxing. Nothing wrong with rooting for Raza. Look, the problem is not that it's something wrong with rooting for people that come from where you come from. There's nothing wrong with that. Actually, it's something great. My problem is that you have to, when is it enough for you to put your feelings and your identity uh crisis with someone that looks like you or might come from the same place that you come and just accept their defeat it's like when tito trinidad and bernard hopkins were fighting and to be honest with you my favorite boxer in all history regardless of whatever is bernard hopkins when bernard hopkins and tito trinidad were fighting i was rooting for bernard hopkins not because tito trinidad comes from puerto rico but because i thought that at that point in that fight obviously bernard hopkins was way better and he was going to punish tito trinidad and he did and the problem with people is that they get so tribal and in sports there's no tribes that's what you see a lot of fighters coming together and getting you know relating to each other because they they value and respect sportsmanship not flags no no fucking tribes it's like a michoacana said it's tribal yeah it's it's tribal for the fans and it's mostly for the fans that you know i don't know it's mostly for the fans that can't see past the sport but to be honest with you it's crazy radical says no lie i always root for the latino fighter whoever it is but if it's a white or black fighter i'm choosing the black fight <laughs> it's tough no i choose whoever is better to be honest with you i choose whoever is better uh i don't care if you look yellow if you look whatever like i choose whoever is better and in my opinion like i said usman is better fury is better i fear is a whole white man but he is freaking better and that's something that people have to live with. Like, I don't know why this is such a topic, but guys, that was all for sports today. Tomorrow I will bring more on basketball and other things that I wanna discuss because there's a lot to say about, you know, our MVP and whatnot. So let's just keep moving because I know you guys came here for the main topic and that's just what's coming, the main topic. God. Oh, God. <laughs> I see that Armando Sanchez says, interesting, Trinidad was loved in Puerto Rico. We all love Trinidad. We we ride and die with Trinidad. He was just not better in that fight. That was it. We love Trinidad. That's our guy. Now, back to the main topic, guys. Remember me? Do you guys remember? It remember me. Do you remember that from Coco? <laughs> I I I would have loved to play that for you when it comes to this, but I I want to show you guys something that, like I said again, proves right the fact that we have been saying for the longest time the right things regarding this lady. And I know I'm gonna get a lot of heat from people, a lot of comments, a lot of but guys, let's let's keep it real when it comes to AOC. And do you guys remember that you know during this year's Met Gala, we had AOC 
that show up to the Met Gala in a very controversial way, um, talking about taxing the rich. I know many of you guys remember that because it was, oh my God, it was so mainstream. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. And the fact that, you know, a lot of people came for me, sent me DMs, and I got them all, to be honest with you. Uh, do you guys remember this dress? I remember this dress. I remember this dress. You know, when AOC was like, tax the rich, tax the rich. And later on, it was discovered because people came for me, you know, and some people agreed with me. But for the most part, a lot of people started like, yes, bitch, yes, let's tax the rich. And not even like a week after, I reported on something regarding her. And a lot of people came for me like, oh, you know, you're, you're grilling on AOC, but AOC, that dress was donated and it was gonna be, um, I think auctioned to help people or something like that. And after that, she was invited by this designer that was this savior, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, why am I not surprised that the designer clothing brand that devised AOC's Tax the Rich Met Gala dress doesn't even pay its own taxes? Records show that Aurora James' firm failed to pay state and federal taxes totaling $130,000. So <laughs> I see that Jose says AOC's annual salary is $174,000. Does, does it mean her as well? Absolutely. And it's like I said, the hypocrisy of these people has come. I don't know if you guys uh, have seen lately what has been going on. Uh, after the bill was passed with the whole tax the rich bullshit, I want to highlight the fact that after that, it doesn't surprise me that in the infrastructure bill, now one thing that's being done is not taxing the rich. Does that surprise you guys? Like, let me know in the chat. Like, does that surprise, is it, is it a surprise to you guys that, you know, this is just for optics? And I'm going to explain why. Like, to be honest with you, uh, CNN Business reported on November 1st, tax the rich? Maybe not. Democrats' spending plan could be a tax cut for the rich. Budget watchdog fines. And I'm going to explain it uh, in the most easiest way so you guys can understand. Uh, if you guys don't know what SALT is, the SALTs are basically state, state and local taxes. When people that you guys know when you file taxes, you get an exemption or like a deduction of, of a standard of like twelve to $15,000. If you have never filed your own taxes, then ask the people that file your taxes, what's the standard exemption that you get when you file your taxes? It should be in that range of twelve dollars to $15,000. And basically what that is saying is that you have you have paid in state and local taxes an average of $12,000 in taxes. Therefore, they should be deducted as an expense on your tax return or your tax uh, your taxes on that year. So basically, uh, when Trump got in office, a lot of obviously he was doing it to like put his thumb on the eye of like you know rich Democrats and whatnot. But what he did is that rich people 
what they can do or people that are high income earners, what they can do is that they can itemize their expenses and their deductions depending on what's bigger. And that's called the state and local taxes. For example, you pay to the state of California, uh, I don't know, in taxes, let's say 150K, just to give a random number, of course, uh, you can go to your federal taxes and deduct that as an expense so that you can pay less federal taxes to the nation. So with that being said, you also can take all the taxes that you have spent on buying things or whatnot, taxes that you have spent on either the state or taxes in your vicinity, in your state, or if you pay taxes on property or real estate, whatever is bigger. Before 2017, like for example, if I paid in state taxes 150K, like I said, but I paid in real estate, like in my mortgages, so say I have like 10 different buildings and I pay like 300K in, in freaking state taxes, for that property, I could use that as a deduction because it's bigger and it's a bigger deduction on my federal taxes. That's why it's called the SALT. It's called the state and local taxes. Now, one thing I would say when Trump got in office in 2017, he literally stick his thumb on the eye of rich people that were living in democratic states and he put a cap to the salt, to the state and local taxes. If you're going to itemize your uh, your uh, tax, taxes that you pay as an expense, it could not be bigger than $10,000, which push a lot of rich people into paying more federal taxes because they could only deduct $10,000 after what they pay to the states as a salt, as the state and local taxes. So he literally put a cap to that, making and forcing the rich to actually pay more taxes. Now, in this new spending bill that the Democrats approved, Biden removed that cap for the salt, the state and local taxes. So now we're going back to the point where rich people can actually, or high-ender people can pay less taxes because they can use, there's no limit on how many deductions they can use depending on what they decide to deduct. If it's the state taxes or there's uh, local taxes and whatnot, depending on what they want to do, there's no cap. Now that cap is being removed and is giving them rich people a tax break in, <clears throat> I'm sorry, in uh, federal taxation. So I go back to the point where, and this is something that AOC endorsed for some freaking reason, because we know she's a snowflake. We know that she bends over for Nancy Pelosi the minute that she gets on her face. So there's only so much that as a person you can actually see and start washing the shit that's covering your eyes when you're like clapping and kissing AOC's ass. And to be honest with you, this whole tax the rich is just something that she's doing to get your vote. And I'm going to go back to the point where Bernie and the squad, including AOC, used to say, oh, I'm a politician that doesn't take corporate money uh, in order for me to legislate. So you can trust me. And that's how she won in 2016 and I mean, 2018 and whatnot. And 
to be honest with you, now she has moved from that to optics and identity politics to win and make that like her MO. For example, she will go on a public platform to say that this should be done and have a lot of progressive talks and a lot of progressive key points and whatnot. But then when she has to act, like we saw with Force the Vote, uh, what she does is that she bends over for her her collectivity and she lets mommy Nancy Pelosi decide what she's going to do. So she she portrays herself as the advocate for progressiveness and progressives out there and liberals and whatnot. But when it comes time to actually back it up with her actions, she always seems to be split and always cave for Nancy Pelosi. And speaking on that, not only on taxing the rich, like I said, I explained that if you don't understand what I'm talking about, rewind what I said and try to understand it. <laughs> because like I said, it's very simple once you get to, um, uh, Radical says, I added my mortgage as an expense because I had my gym items chipped to my house. Well, like I said, it's, it's whatever is higher because it will give you a tax cut. Um, and Radical says, identity politics is a good move politically. Of course it's a good move politically because you get to tell people what they want to hear and do a lot of lip service. But when it comes time for you to act, she's not going to act. And I posted something this morning that was hilarious because one thing that AOC is notorious for is her word salads. Is definitely her word salads. And before we get into her word salads, uh, I'm going to share with you guys uh, <laughs> Jose says, I can't believe that she is my congressperson. Yeah, absolutely. She's your representative, Jose. Uh, one thing I would say is that I'm going to explain something and I will show you her word salad after that. On September 23rd, it was reported that the U.S. House of Representatives approved a $1 billion for Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system. If you don't know what the Iron Dome is, it's basically this technology that the U.S. and Israel and other countries helped build to protect uh, Israel from airstrikes, 90% of the airstrikes that are coming from Gaza, from Palestinians and stuff, so that they don't harm civilians and infrastructure. Now, I think that's a great idea and a great approach, and they should do that, but I don't think that the U.S. right now is in the position to spend $1 billion on a foreign land when we have so much infrastructure to take care back here at home. So that's the only reason why a lot of people thought that by AOC talking points that she was going to oppose this, but she ended up voting present. And that pissed a lot of people off because she was saying, oh my God, like, you know, we have to spend that in the Bronx. We have to spend that in South Central. We have to spend that in poor communities. We have to spend that here. People cannot afford Medicare for all. Like, how come we cannot afford Medicare for all, but we can do all these things? And people thought that she was actually going to oppose this, and a lot of the uh, squad was going to oppose this, and they didn't. She voted yes. At first, she said no, but then after Nancy Pelosi got on her face, she literally voted present. And to be honest with you, I'm going to read a little bit of the of the um, article. It says the U.S. House of Representatives voted overwhelmingly on Thursday to give one billion dollars to Israel for its Iron Dome missile defense system. Two days after objections from the most liberal Democrats, including AOC, forced leaders to remove it from a broader spending bill. 
the measure passed by 420 to 9. Eight no's from Democrats and one from a Republican with two members voting present. That sent the measure to the Senate where leaders have not yet scheduled a vote. And that is basically what a lot of people are pissed, are pissed with AOC. And one thing, when we started asking questions, all AOC was giving us was a word salad. All she could give us as a response was a word salad. I'm going to play for you guys here so you can see her word salad. Congresswoman, the question that a lot of people ask me to ask you this is, was it worth doing present? Because it didn't really satisfy anyone. The supporters of Israel are mad at you for not voting for it. Critics of yeah. Israel are mad at you for not voting against it. Do you regret that? You know, I, it is something that I weigh because there is the, there's always the macro and then there's the micro. And in the macro <laughs> of narrative, of politics, of, of national impact, um, you know, it, it, I probably should have just gone with, with my value. But in the macro, which would be to vote no. The macro. But in the, micro, the micro, I do believe that this yeah. created um, a window in our community to be able to bring okay. all folks to the table because my great fear is that we are going to import the same sort of um contention around this issue and we can have a progressive movement that defends palestinian yes. human rights that is muslim christian jewish um that day. congressman the question that a lot of people ask me so basically is the macro and the micro the macro and the micro <laughs> I see that one Anaka Sayajin says, my Catracho homie is going to get paid 450 k so get mad about it. Look, let me tell you something, one uh, Anaka Sayajin. To be honest with you, <laughs> buy a nice chair and wait for it. Uh, that's something that, uh, <laughs> trust me, if African-Americans, which are a smaller number, cannot get the 300k that they were waiting for in reparations and that that's the progressive talk uh to get their votes they're just doing that so that you can vote for them but in reality they're going to impose more laws well they were saying oh let's open the borders like let's let's do this during the obama administration and he was saying yes we can he was building cages for our children with the excuse like oh we couldn't build housing for them fast enough hmm yeah sure yeah, sure. <laughs> and nobody's mad. The thing is, like, it's not going to happen. Trust me, it's not going to happen. Good luck. Good, <laughs> good luck with that. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and going back to the, the word salad, uh, to be honest with you, this whole thing, it's like she's always with the micro and the and the macro. And if, if as if that wasn't enough, there's another, there's a, a TikToker that actually explain how uh, AOC says a lot of things. Uh, I see that Donnie says, but, but, but Trump built those cages. No, he didn't. <laughs> but to be, and not only that, let's not forget that it was Democrats that, that deported more Hispanics or Latinos than all of the last presidents combined in the last 20 years. 52 million Latinos were deported. Look it up. Um, now, uh, if you if you want to understand uh, the micro and the macro, there's a dude that did like something really funny. 
uh, on TikTok. And I want to highlight for you guys so you guys can see the word salads that AOC throws at people when we confront her with her stupidity. Nothing to be said about this sort of, uh, how do I put this, uh, willing ignorance, right? This sort of duality between that consciousness of being aware in such manner and yet readily marginalizing that intersectionality. It's very profound. These these conversations are intrinsically multifaceted. It, it's something that, you know, it's hilarious because she says a lot of things, but you seem to never get the message and a response. And she always comes with this. Like there's another instance when people were asking her last year about like this, the what was gonna happen with the rent, with their mortgages and whatnot. And look at her response. It's always the micro and the macro. That matters. Rent be it, we're gonna figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you going to do? You asked us what we're going to do. What are you guys going so to do? Here's what we're going to do. The CDC just announced an eviction moratorium. And what we're here here is for our reasons known and unknown. It's the reasons known and unknown, the micro and the macro, the big and the small, the this and the that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God, like her hypocrisy, her stupidity, her incompetence is so cringeworthy. To be honest with you, it's so insane. So to be honest with you, it's, it's, it's the same. It's like Jose said, it's more double talk. That's the thing. She's torn between, you know, and, and I love the way, and I'm going to show you guys, because uh, I oh my god like to be honest with you i went to her instagram to see if she addressed the situation because sometimes i say well let's give her some leeway regarding uh you know what happened with the vote but in reality uh it, it's more stupidity it's more stupidity and and she will she will tell you how she didn't vote it and and stand on her square of voting no for this spending bill because she's a snowflake and she doesn't have the moral compass nor the character to be in office i don't even know why people Daddy. voted for this lady what's up hey everyone just checking in let me see hey everybody how's it going whoo y'all we got a lot to talk about <laughs> hey everybody what's up Damn, yo, we, there's a lot to discuss. Hey, everybody, what's up? Thanks so much for joining. So appreciate you. Hey, everybody, how's it going? How's it going? What's up? Let's talk. <laughs> hey, everyone, what's up? Um, how's it going, everybody? What's up? What it do? Hey, everyone. Um, all right, let's hop right into it. Let's talk about it. Um, so we had this absolutely wild infrastructure vote last night. And if you're watching TV or, you know, seeing stuff, punditry, people might be like, oh my God, like, you know, all this drama. What I try to do as much as I can with you all, is that regardless of whether you agree with me 
or regardless of whether you disagree with a decision or things like that, my goal is always to give you all maximum transparency and let you see what was going on in terms of the chess pieces on the board and what was actually happening behind the scenes. The micro and so the that macro. you can actually think about what you would do if you were put into a similar position. You see, it's it's always the micro and the macro. The micro and the micro, the behind the scenes and the chessboard, the 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 known and the unknown. It's always something going on with her to the point that she's like, if you were put in that position, lady, we didn't supported you and I'm not me. I didn't support her snowflake ass. But people that gave you their vote was because you were supposed to go in there and talk them into it. You were supposed to go in there to actually push for what people wanted to put you in office. Otherwise, we would not have supported you. People wouldn't have supported you. It's always the micro and the macro, the front and the back, the ass and the pussy. Come on, lady. This is not what people vote. Oh, if you put me in that position, I'm so brittle and I'm going to abide by, by mommy Nancy. And we saw this shit with Force the Vote. Remember when she was attacking Jimmy Dore in the past with Force the Vote? And and she was attacking him when he was telling her, why you don't tell Nancy Pelosi, we're not going to vote for you to be the House Speaker until you include in that bill, in the HEROES Act, Medicare for all or the $15 minimum wage. And she said like, oh, we have to just be nice. We don't, we can't be like that. And and it's crazy because I saw uh, Jimmy Dore's reaction to him. He's like, imagine when a politician doesn't do something for you, you're supposed to be nice to them. And when they vote against all the things that will help the people, <laughs> be even nicer and send them flowers. <laughs> oh my God. And now when they're screwing you in the ass, <laughs> send them a fucking million dollar donation. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and that is the problem that I have with AOC. When Whenever people want to come at me, I want two things. You, I'm open for the conversation. If you want to talk about AOC either on your platform or my platform, or you even want to DM me like a lot of people do, about defending AOC because she's a young Latina and, and she's Puerto Rican and I don't identify with her. I think she's a freaking snowflake. But to be honest with you, if you wanna come at me with that bullshit, first, make sure you decipher what's the micro and the macro. You decipher what's the front and the back and the wrong and the, and the known and the unknown and the front of the chessboard and behind the scenes. And also come at me to be honest with you, be honest with you and comment me with the fact that she's unable and incapable and incompetent to actually stand her ground for her beliefs. She uses her beliefs to get in office and then uses her beliefs to keep you glued to her, but then goes in there and enforces the beliefs of her collectivity. And people keep giving this lady that's incompetent her their votes. I do not know why she's lying to you because at the end of the day, she's always gonna go for Pelosi first and what Pelosi wants and what the collectivity of the DNC wants. 
And I'm surprised that a lot of people are like, yes, AOC, yes, I love you. Keep doing the good work. What work? She's not doing anything. Yeah, she's not taking corporate money, but at the end of the day, you sitting there and doing nothing is keeping people to take corporate money in office. So why, why are you even useful? AOC is basically America's third boob. Useless and unnecessary. I said it and I said it. <laughs> she is the Bronx third boob. Unnecessary and useless. If you cannot do anything in office, you're just a pimple on America's ass, just like Obama was. It is what it is. And we must pop it and remove that third boob. So to be honest with you, it's so insane what's happening. <laughs> oh my God, Jose is like, all boob lives matter. No, like I said, it's retarded that we keep voting for these people. And it's time for people to understand your votes should go either for a third party or for independent people, but it should not be going to people like AOC. These third boob politicians, do not serve anybody because at the end of the day, look at what happened with the Iron Dome. We need that billion dollars here back at home. I feel for the Israelites. I get it. They don't want to get their infrastructure destroyed. I get it. Solve your own fucking issues in your own backyard. Find a way to talk to the Palestinians. It is what it is. But to be honest with you, they are a freaking third boob politicians and we don't need third boob politicians we need people with cojones and as latinos we need to identify that our people can also be used as third boobs just like they use obama just like obama was the black puppet of wall street this is the same thing that's happening with aoc and i'm so tired of people coming at me like i said if you want to talk we can talk aoc all day we can talk AOC all day, and I will always find the same thing, the micro, the macro, the pussy, the ass, the titty, the nod, the this and that, the known, the unknown, the top and the back. It's always like that. I want, yeah, I'm with Morena. I want to know who the hell voted for her in the Bronx. I want to know, I want to know who the hell voted for her in the Bronx. Yes, Christina, I'm on fire. I see that Danny says, look into who supported this actress. She's a fraud and should be challenged every time she's out in public in New York City. And it should be recorded. Absolutely. And she will always come with the micro, the macro, the front and the back, the top and the bottom, the known and the unknown. It's always the same with AOC. And why she always has that answer? Because she's telling you the truth. That she's always in between the micro and the macro, the front and the back, the pussy and the ass, everything, because she doesn't have the moral compass and the cojones to actually run a public office. She is useless. It's always like that. It's always like that. She's she's always between the micro and the macro. Never forget that. Never forget that. Come in this election now, vote her ass out. She's a third boob. She's the third boob that the Bronx doesn't freaking need. I'd rather have the cookie monster in office that's still going to vote yes for everything 
because it's going to be the in the micro is bad, but in the macro is good. That's the same thing that the cookie monster can do. So what can you do? What do you what do you contribute to the people that gave you their vote? What do you contribute to the Bronx? What do you contribute to New York? What do you contribute to the House of Representatives? Absolutely fucking nothing. How about that? I see that Donnie says, we need America first candidates in office. The only way we get voted in is on the Republicans ticket. Sadly, we have to infiltrate a party and take it over. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're seeing, he said, we're seeing a slow takeover of the Republican party. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I said. At this point, we have to wake the fuck up and vote for somebody that's not affiliated to this both parties because both parties fucking suck. I said it and it's true. Now, guys, like I said, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm just full of shit. Maybe all this proof that I've shown you is just more horseshit. Maybe AOC is an amazing person and she's not a snowflake and you want to defend her honor. Then you can jump in <laughs> and join the conversation. You can tell me how I'm wrong. Tell me, like I said, tell me how AOC is this magical angel, you know, and 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 she does all these things for her people and she's amazing. And the Bronx is striving because she's she's out there fighting and yielding the sword of justice and yielding the progressive sword and doing all these things. And AOC is amazing and blah, 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 blah. You can come up here and tell me how I'm wrong. Or if you agree, you can also jump in here and grill her some more because she, this message, and even as a Puerto Rican myself, we need to start calling this bullshit out. We need to start stopping people like AOC from gaining power and doing whatever the fuck it is they're doing. If we're coming from the bottom and we're going all the way up, is to establish policies that benefit us here back at home. Like, come on now, come on now. And if you think I'm wrong, that that's all I gotta say. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. But guys, I put the link in the shot. I'm gonna take a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. Make sure that you like this video and share it with everybody that's thinking of voting for AOC. That's thinking for voting for everybody that, like Danny said, is anti-freaking American. It's time for people to vote pro-America. I'm so sick and tired of this anti-America. Put everybody first and fuck Americans. I'm tired of that. I'm going to take three minutes because I have several people here and I want to address them. I'm going to take three minutes, guys. And when I come back, get your snacks, get your drinks, uh, go use the loo, do whatever it is you want to do. Uh, when I come back in three minutes, we will discuss this whole micro and, and, and micro and macro uh, word salads that we're tired of listening from freaking AOC. I will be back. It's 1.13 here in Los Angeles, 4.13 uh, in the East Coast. I will be back at 1.16. Don't go anywhere, okay?
and we are back we are back we are back i hope everybody has taken their drinks i know i am because i needed to cool off like christina said i'm on fire <laughs> but before i let people in i want to remind everybody that the views and the statements of the guests do not necessarily represent those of the channel and or those of the panel members as some comments may be offensive to select groups of people also, I want to remind you guys that by calling into this live show, you waive your rights to the use of your image and likeness for the purposes of the show. Now, without any further ado, I want to welcome the ones, the Bronx representative, the Parkchester mayor, Jose Negron. And as if that wasn't enough, I want to introduce the radical Latino. What's up, guys? Good everybody. Oh. <laughs> How you guys doing? Okay. Uh I'm doing okay. fine. First of all, um, um, the MIC community just joined, have a new member, and her name is AOC. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and let me just tell you something. As a member of the 14th Congressional District, which unfortunately she represents, she did not win with my vote. <laughs> yeah. She won with mine. You voted for her, Brad? Yeah, see, I'm dead serious. I voted for her one time because he said white supremacy. I swear to God. Oh my God! And and I said, slap yourself! Slap well, yourself! Uh, <laughs> she got my vote. No, no comment. No comment. <laughs> she got you. She figured you out. L literally, she said. I didn't hear anything she said. She said white supremacy. I'm like, beep, 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 beep. She got my vote. <laughs> Oh my God, she got you with the micro and the micro. Look, Radical, exactly. this is you now. This is you now, look. <laughs> am, I, am I regretting my, my vote? Yes, I am. Um, this, um, this, this, pretty much, this pretty much proves the whole... Um, the whole democratic uh, BS, you know, the whole yeah. uh, Republican BS. I'm, I'm a. I, this is something I've always been saying, and you said. Yeah, both very, parties suck. Yeah, both yeah. You said suck. it very, very clear that both parties. There's nothing good with both parties. We should definitely, you know, get out of this political, um, you know, historical uh, democratic voting block, and actually go either independent or go for uh you know green the green party or a libertarian or something and, and see what happens yeah i'm voting for the people's party um guys I'm for the people's party go guys, ahead Jose. the problem is in order for a third party to be successful you either have to be like a gazillionaire or you're gonna have to raise a whole bunch of money which means you're gonna have to sell out to everybody or they get the funds that you need to run a campaign. That's the sad reality. And let me just state again, the last time that a second party did well in a presidential election was 1912, where the Boomer's party finished in second. The Republican party candidate finished third. Since then, we haven't got anybody got even close. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's, never, never say never, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's 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 insane. But here, look, I'm gonna say this, and this is unpopular opinion. I know both parties suck, but here in the state of California in 2022, if I have to vote Republican just to get Newsom out, 
to whoever is going to lower our taxes. I'm going to review their platform really well. And I will decide if I will vote Republican because I am so tired. I am so freaking tired of people getting taxed up their asses just to live here for a, a governor that doesn't fucking incentivize business at all. If anything, he's, he's literally putting business in. He has like a business graveyard. And if there's no business, what also is not here? Jobs. Mm -hmm. There's no jobs. To be honest with you, not, right now, California has jobs. But to be honest with you, a lot of companies are leaving. A lot of massive companies are leaving. And to be I, I honest with you, I'm so know, tired. I don't know if you guys noticed, but for, I've, I've noticed that most democratic states are kind of are kind of dwindling down in population and, and economic uh, infrastructure. Um, and Republican states like Texas, Florida, and so on, they're thriving. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's moving over there. Everybody's moving over there because it's 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 ridiculous. But you know what is you know what's ridiculous to see some of these people are getting also happy about people being forced to get the job and they don't realize you know the turmoil that some of these people are going through because you have people who you know that have sincere concerns about getting an emergency vaccination and the fact of the matter is people have to choose between getting the job or losing their job and that's not a good thing. Yeah, and, and the thing the thing about that, um, I I was listening to a Joe Rogan episode, I think, um, this morning, and he raised a lot of salient points. Um, one one was that it doesn't make sense that some of these uh, uh people, especially these politicians and these uh you know these laws, are forcing people who already ha have you know natural immunity to get vaccinated it doesn't make sense because that the whole point of natural immunity and having those antibodies is you know against the 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 the, the cove you know what i mean so look look i i lied i lied in what i say previously you remember when i said that 1279 drugs get recalled every year by the fda yeah it's like 600 something actually I lied. 600 something is is 4500 yeah. It's 4,000 yeah. each fucking year. And for some magical reason, we're supposed to believe that this one specifically, that it has never been tested in millions of people. We don't know the long-term repercussions of it. This magical one, it's amazing. It's good for you. Do it. Get it done and do it for others. Get, I just well, got a vaccine so be, that you don't get infected. You, to be honest with you, this is not a, I, I don't want to say that the word, of, I'm going to say that. This is not a vax, to be honest with you. It's, it's. I think it's a mRNA. It's not a. It's not a vax. It's not. Like it's a, a new technology. It's a new yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah, it's a new thing. It's a. It's not one of those traditional vax. So I understand the concerns, and the thing is that uh, what people, well, the media, mainstream media, doesn't like to talk about is the fact that there's a there's um, there's cyverse really bad verse side effects of these of this vax. A lot of people don't like to talk about that. The thing is, get the jab, get the jab, get the jab, and don't talk about it. No, there's people that literally call heart attacks because of it. There's people who um, didn't have no severe side effects 
before the jab and now after the jab now their 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 life completely changed and they and they said that they should have just stuck stuck with probably getting the 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 flu the, and then recovering from it naturally you know and there's and then also there is medicine that people could take if they do come in contact with 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 the 19 but radical, you know what i mean radical is the micro and the macro yeah, the front <laughs> and the back, the known and the unknown. Otherwise known as gibberish. But if I can just, if I can just chime in. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, but see, I'm a union rep at my job, and I've spoken to people, and I try to share with people the fact that matter is there are people that cannot medically be vaccinated because they have health issues. That if they get vaccinated, it could it can harm them and can kill them. People look at me like I had three heads. And all I'm just doing is stating the facts. Yeah, absolutely. I see that I have the yeah. superior lord. The superior, what's up, honey? Yo, what's good? <laughs> good, good. I'm good. Uh, what do you think about the micro and the macro and the front and the back and the top and the bottom? <laughs> uh, I think that each and every one of you liberals, you did this. This is your responsibility. This is your fault. You had people warning you about the power grab with a majority. Well, most of these, well, fuck it, all of these Democrats, right? Not to say that Republicans are perfect or they're angels, yeah. but you've been warned. You did not listen. This is your fault. To anybody who's living in a Democratic state, or a democratic city, let it fucking burn. Don't try to save it. Don't try to do anything. Let it all crash and burn and let them learn their lesson. Because that's what we're seeing now. Absolutely. And and you know what's my fear? That we have a lot of this uh, liberals and progressive and people that love this uh, sweet talk and this uh, lip service are moving to red states and they're going to vote for the same fucking policies, man. Because they're, because because liberalism is a mental disorder, that's why, right? Yeah. And I think we should stop calling them liberals, stop calling them progressive because nothing that they do is progressive. They're not liberals because true liberals will actually hear both sides of an argument, right? These people don't want to hear nothing. But Danny, but, da but, but Danny, ge gender, gender is fluid. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the micro there, and the macro. What's wrong? There's only with two you? genders. There's only two genders. There's how male dare you, female. you bigot? There's no two genders. There's and more than there's more than two. No, nah, but th th this is this is what people have allowed. And I say, you know what? Good for them. And sit back, relax, and for all you right wingers, Republicans, conservatives, and independents, just watch the snake eat its own tail. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Like I'm noticed, here gloating. I'm, yeah, I've noticed that. Um, ever since the riots, you've seen uh, a lot of um, uh, people from the city move out of the city, go up north, um, or you, you even sound, move out sound... of New York completely. Hello, can you can you guys hear me better now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're 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 okay. No, I said ever since the riots, you have people move up north or move out of the city completely. 
you know, and this this has been, you know, uh, things have been documented in uh, articles ever since the riots popped off. You know, you literally have a mass exodus of Democratic cities into Republican cities or strongholds. So it it does. There's a, I, I believe that there's a lot of backlash and after effects of certain things, you know, and I believe I believe what well, the Biden administration is doing is completely, completely wrong. No, yeah. they're going according to plan, because if you really look at all of this radical, this is all manufactured. This isn't this isn't something that happened. Oh, because because Trump, he, he tweeted mean tweets. This dude left office on what? What is it? Uh, January twentieth, when they had this bogus, this 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 demented in chief person come in and take control, the country was in good shape, and that was in January. We're in what November? In ten months, look at the inflation levels. Just go to the supermarket and compare the prices from that that you see today from last year dude gas is crazy right now gas is like 330 something gas used to be like two and something. you think that's is you think that's crazy in california gas is it's like almost seven not only that seven dollars in van noise look yeah, at the inflation it's ridiculous look at the inflation in food beef is 10.8 percent up bacon is 19.3 percent up eggs are 12.6 percent up apples which is fundamental to not have to visit. Oh yeah, yeah. I, buy, I buy a lot of Apple devices. Yeah, yeah, I know. I oh, know. Look, at, look, at, look at the gas. The gas is 43.3% up. Electricity, 5.2% 5, 5 up. And that's something I want to focus on. If you think about it, most of the electricity, if not all, depends on fossil fuels. How come the gas only went up 43.3%, but the electricity is only 5.2? That makes no fucking sense. Other than we have people trying to profit off of the people. Well, they're going to spin this, right? They're going to say, oh, well, the gas is up so much because because climate change, right? Jose, yeah. I'm sure you remember when you were a kid, they were talking about climate change back then, too. Oh, yes. I, I remember when they were talking about it, like, like, like in the 70s and whatnot. Yeah, this is all hippie propaganda. These are hippies in suits. That's basically what, what the Democratic Party is. And thank God they're starting to age out. But we're left with something completely worse, which is this, this whole woke ideology, which is spearheaded by like people like AOC and stuff like that. What they're going to try to do is they're going to flip that uh, percentage you just had on the screen and they're going to try to make it seem like, oh, green energy is the reason why electricity hasn't gone up. But what they're not telling you is that these windmills and these solar panels, they're not going to be made in the U.S. They're going to be made in fucking China. So now we're paying China to make these shitty products that they are. They already make shitty products. So now, not only that, not only that. Let's just not forget that even though we have that, that's not completely sustainable. Here no, in California, not. we have a freaking field that Arnold Schwarzenegger started for solar panels, and it's going to shit right now. the The air turbines is going to shit right now, and we, yeah, because, we invested billions of dollars in that shit. It, because it's, it's it's not it's not a sustainable it's not a sustainable source of energy. The technology just isn't there, but they keep pushing it, right? This is this is all that now they're saying that now this whole push about um climate change they they're not you cannot change the climate. I don't know if you guys know, 
but climate change is another is a code word for tax. They want to tax. They 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 basically want to monitor your vehicle to see how far you're driving for the carbon uh, footprint. Everything. Yeah, this I, is think all did, be a tax. Uh, I think they did. I think they did. They did a model, a study model on a small uh, on a small community in like rural um, United States or whatever the case is. And they they found that their carbon footprint was basically non-noticeable. So when they started introducing these uh these green type of uh fuel efficient uh, type of uh you know um choices, you know, um solar panels and and wind turbines and stuff like that, they saw that the 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 town actually the taxes went up on the town from one point something to three point something. And you started to see that some of the middle class people actually started to spend more on taxes to the point where I think there was a family that had to, uh, um, I think, dip into the mortgage just so they could pay their house tax or whatever the case is. Yeah, this is this is a joke, and people don't understand that, and they use they use the they use the fact that most like I want to say. 95% of the population is naive and they don't understand what's going on. There's so much going on. And this is why I tell people do not watch TV. Don't watch the mainstream media because they, they've been lying. You know, Trump well, right now, may not or, have or been question the or person. question or question the mainstream media because but, 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 they but tell you one thing, thing, but you got to really mainstream you know, media ratings have gone severely down because they've people gone down want, because yeah, Trump's not in office want, no more. That's why not only that, not only that. People want the truth. People want to be able to form their own opinions, regardless of if they are from the left or the right. To be honest with you, like Joe Rogan has more ratings than MSNBC. Yeah, and that is simply because it states his opinion. That's hundred percent true. That's a hundred percent true, and that's the reason why CNN went after him, and he even said it himself. They went after me because I. I am more popular and relatable to just, you know, talking heads on the TV. It's not He's even right. that. The reason why the reason why Fox News hasn't really gone under ratings wise is because you actually have people like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity and uh, what's that lady's name? Uh, Laura Ingram. They actually if you watch their programs and you put your bias to the side, they're actually asking real questions like who's running the country right now. Because this guy oh, can't I'll even form you, a sentence. I'll tell you who's running the country. It's Goldman Sachs, Raytheon, Fossil Fuels, and Big Pharma. That's who's running your country. There's no more democracy. That was That's gone. And China. China's running our country, too. China. China's the main... It, yeah, it's shout mostly... Out, it's, shout out to my iPhone that was made in China and the Toyota <laughs> no, car but, that I'm driving right now. But even but even with that, trust and belief is, is big everything. Big corporations, Raytheon, Goldman Sachs, all these people are the ones that are running the country. They're the ones making the decisions to go to China. This is this is not a, this is an oligarchy. We've said this for a while now. This is an well, listen, oligarchy. This I, is not I a democracy. I can't go too far in without your channel, without this feed being cut. So I, like, I really gotta, I gotta keep it. Uh, I gotta keep it surface level so that the algorithm yeah. doesn't like cut you off. But pe people don't understand that, right? And now you saw what happened in Virginia. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago now? Yeah, 10, 10, 11 days ago. 
on election day. You with saw the vote, with the this, voting. Yeah. Yeah. This is only the beginning. A guy in New Jersey beat out a Senate president with one hundred and fifty three dollars and volunteers. People are tired yeah. of this. Dude, the, 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 the Democratic uh, Party basically went down and it was shown. It, it was shown in this election. You're you're breaking you're breaking up radical. You're sounding a little robotic. Um, excuse me. Go ahead, Jose. I just have I just have uh, one question. Okay, where can we go that we can get straight news, straight information without all the jibber jabber? Latin explaining. Radicallatino.com. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For, for all for all your LGBT questions, you can go to Radical's website. Oh my God! Stop. He can help you with all of that. For all uh, for all the BLM marches, he'll help you. Now, Bonnie, um, um uh, there is culturally Castizo ask you a question. He said, "Danny, I'd like to hear your point of view sides on how Hawk Newsom feels. Are you with him when you say?" Uh, and also, well, you said fire, I guess. And also tell us what you think about our new mayor and his reinstatement of Giuliani's policing. Well, do I agree with Hawk Newsom to an extent? Yeah, but uh, I'm not one for the racist nonsense because in my opinion, you know, look, there's good and there's bad cops, right? Mm -hmm. Just like there's good and there's bad people walking the street. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just done with the whole race thing. I don't give a fuck if somebody gets killed and they're black they're white like i i just don't care i don't care i don't care that that uh george floyd couldn't breathe i i i don't give a fuck about the racism anymore it just doesn't matter to me and people don't understand that they dangle this in front of you like a carrot for you to be distracted from what's really going on in the world and i like i get where where this hawk newsome guy is coming from but at the end of the day, the city is not safe. A 62-year-old man was jumped. He got hit in the head with a what looked like a pipe in Manhattan, walking home at night, and jumped. He got the shit kicked out of him by like maybe six or seven teenagers. Right? You're seeing people being thrown into the train tracks for no reason by nut jobs on these train platforms in New York City. So, you know what? Maybe he. Maybe we do need some uh, plain clothes cops back on the street. Because safety, if 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 the city's not safe, then what's the point for anything else, right or wrong? But that goes that goes back to the same thing that I was saying last week. I do. Um, I don't want to take your words out of context, but like to be honest with you, I do uh, think that we need to address the the George Floyd situation. But I think that, in all honesty, it, that's what made the stream that I made last Saturday. If you mm -hmm. want to change policing and make sure and guarantee that it's followed by the rules, you need to join the force instead of just calling for it to not exist. It's exactly. the only way it's going to change because a lot of people don't want to put in their works, the the sweat and tears that goes into being a police force in the police no, they, force. They just want to sit and they on just want to criticize. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And, and even even Melanie Knight shared his thoughts on his uh you know path in you know, becoming an officer. And that is the same thing that I've been saying. I'm like, there's a select group of people that are doing this and putting skin into the game and changing things from within, but they have to put in the work and they're putting in this work 
And they are even being criticized by many people from both sides for exactly. doing so. But there's a lot of people that are, those are the same ones that are not willing to put in the work and putting some skin in the game and actually doing this stuff. And well, I'm like, my to thing one is, point. Denise, my thing is this, right? For me, racism is not a top priority, right? We're witnessing the collapse of our country right before our eyes with this demented, pamper wearing fucking nut job in office right the way that the democrats are running things racism is not the top thing and if you notice they're the ones in power and whenever something happens when they when they get egg on their face because they did something stupid mm -hmm. it goes to racism right yeah so they're yeah. just dangling they're dangling it in front of people's faces and and all of you sheep who can't think for yourself you fall for it and you and and that's like the direction you run in yeah, i'm tired because... i'm tired of the racism thing because like i said and and this is my opinion and i'm sure a lot of people share the opinion but it's not the top priority i'm sorry get over it and this is and this is not the thing this is look we're not supposed to not have the space and the money to fight all of these fights at once and that is the problem that I have with this incompetent motherfuckers in office is that you're funding foreign countries. Okay. You're putting more money into the endless wars that the U.S. has not won a freaking war in the last 30, 40 years. Exactly. Name me a war that has not ended in the U.S. defeat. And we're putting more money into that, into foreign policy. We're putting more money into the pockets of corp big corporate America. But when it comes to like our issues, whenever we're talking about, hey, like this is a failed state. This the only thing holding America together right now is the uh, military industrial complex. We get thrown with, oh my God, the black and brown communities are suffering right now. And I'm like, I get it. We are. Yeah. But right now, I don't need you to create new fucking problems on top of the problems that we already have. And that is what is happening. And a lot of people are not focusing on that because they are in that fight that we're also simultaneously fighting against all the systems that have been put in place. So it's like I said, uh, oh, my God, hold on. Um, excuse me. Uh, if I can just chime in for a moment. Um how about trying something radical, actually coming up with some solution to some of these problems instead of complaining, complaining, complaining. I mean, that I'm glad you said my name. So this is what I thought about. No, let me start. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but I mean, seriously, I mean, look, I'm 15, I'm 59 years old and I've been hearing this forever, but yet I don't hear anybody talking about finding some sort of solution now last week i spoke about what a what an nypd cop can make after five years with um with overtime and night differential they can make over a hundred thousand dollars a year okay that's one way that you can get into the middle class and also by your involvement do your part to try try to improve the culture with the police it's easy to talk about defund the police, defund the police, defund the police. But who, where, I mean, what are the solutions other than talk, 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 talk. Exactly. The, Nobody the solution, wants to put in the work. It's like I said, if you don't like. The solution was written almost like... 300 years ago, though, Denise, Jose, right? It's called the Constitution. And you know what? It works, right? 
giving people the freedom to because i mean listen i don't care what anyone says or how they feel this is the greatest country on earth because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of places where you can do where you can do over there what you can do here like let's be real right everybody craps on this country listen do what you want say what you want that's fine but follow the constitution follow the free market stop allowing for crony capitalism right because that's what that's what we have in this this uh this country is crony capitalism and we've been asleep at the wheel and it's time to wake up because now we're at a critical point because people have been asleep and i'm i'm actually grateful that this jackass is the president right now because it's red pilling the entire country and fuck that is red pilling the whole world as to what's really going on that's that that's the way you know the more people get red pilled the more people hopefully will end up doing something and the way you do stuff is by doing what they did in virginia start and and in new jersey with that with that truck driver start at the local levels start taking over the city councils start taking over the school boards with america first people who care about the country start putting exactly. those people in place and then from the city councils you go up to the state the state or city legislatures then to the mayors and the governors and then you go senate congress and then eventually the president it's a, it's a process that's going to take time but that's basically the only way that we can do it yeah absolutely we need to put people that put us first we need to put them in office and i want to do something real quick i see terrell is feeling petty today he's like i don't come here no more mk i report this channel to this is this is the problem this is part of the problem of what we're talking today the wokeism gone wrong um why are you here why are you are you really this is this is the the ultimate stupidity display you come here and because you're not a moderator you want to report a channel bye kick rocks kick rocks like i said um this stupidity that's coming from left and right is coming simply because we're failing to see the bigger picture and people are like you were saying donnie we're literally glued to mainstream media and i go back to what uh we were discussing on jose's channel the um censorship and how it started and it's like i said on his channel on that stream if you think about it the telecommunications act of 1996 was supposed to take the 50 networks that we have with different fucking opinions and what bill clinton did was like oh don't worry i'm going to regulate this and it gave us only six networks but you're gonna have the internet and the internet is gonna be like literally this unlimited source of uh information where you're not going to be censored in any way and people bought that shit from bill clinton back then and now we saw all those networks closed down from 50 to only six and now the internet that was supposed to keep people uh in a you know to formulate their own opinions we're having unlimited access to information now we're going to be regulating that too and censoring what we can and cannot say and that is the most un-american thing that we're seeing happening today and it's going to keep happening until we start understanding this incompetent fucks have to be put out i mean you're 100 right but at the end of the day if you are a liberal right 
if you voted Democrat within the last, let's say, 20 years, this is your fault. And you and people need to just own that. If you're a liberal or you voted Democrat, you just need to own it and just say, all right, no more. But like I said, you know what a lemming is? You, you know what that little animal is? It's like it's like a small little animal, right? And a bunch of them, you can get them to run off a cliff. And that's what a majority of the population is. They're lemmings. They're just going to run off a cliff. Yeah. I know and that, and that's, I know... that's... Go ahead, Radical. Sorry. Uh, I, I know that, um, that there's a double-edged sword when it comes to liberalism. And I think we're, we're starting to see that in pure display right now. Um, you know, from the whole uh, Chappelle, uh, Chappelle stand-up, you know, fiasco, to, you know, uh, gen gender is fluid to, to, to now, uh, we're, we're, start we're starting to see that the, the, the whole, like Danny is saying, the whole uh, thing about uh, us ver versus them in reality is just, is just really, there's no... There's no big boogeyman. This is only them. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing is, I believe that if we do get somebody up in there that is not with that same agenda, I believe the same BS is going to happen like this last election. I believe that what they're going to say is, well, you know, uh, this person won and a bunch of mailing valid votes were miscounted, but who cares? It is what it is. Um, say hello to your next Democratic president. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's a, that's a huge problem because they have this video footage in Michigan where there was a truckload of blank ones. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to say too many certain words to get the stream cut off. But there was a truckload of, of, of certain of, of certain course. pieces of paper. There was, there was um, I think uh, there was like uh, um, ready voted in ballots, um, literally put on the tables and just ignored. Exactly. So, but 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 we're all yeah. happy, right? We're happy because Orange Man bad and he can't send any more mean tweets. And, 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 and this, and, and, but this is the thing. But this is Crazy. but this is the thing. But this is the thing, though. Like, I understand why I, I, I do acknowledge that uh, Trump was overly, overly, overly media sized, you know, and and he was basically in the headlines literally for four years straight, you know, no matter what it was, he was in the headlines saying, and I get that. Some of the things that he said was blown out of proportion and I, and I see why, you know, no, every, I'm not going to be, what happened? It was everything because when, when his impeachment trial happened, right. And he had the lawyers, his lawyers were defending him in 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 in, in the uh, in Congress for the impeachment. Everything, every single uh, snippet of that that every audio snippet, every video snippet of this man. Oh yeah, well, was taken yeah, out was of context. Investigated was was not, but yeah, not only uh, taken out of context, but it was investigated, broke down apart, and all this other stuff. But what what I'm trying to say is that. Yes, I, I, I see I see the hypocrisy and the double standard, you know, with this whole thing. We have a a person that's basically halfway dead, you know, he's senile, he doesn't know what's what's up and down, left and right. You know, he's farting all over the place. 
and and, and allegedly shitting himself we, in Rome. Let's not forget that. Yeah, and and, and the thing and the thing is that we think that this is a better better choice because what one person said, you know, about a certain group of people. Oh no, we can't we can't have them. But yet, you know what? The person that we have now, forget his past because you know it's not like he said worse things than Trump. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, these are both people in the in the same in. The, they're, they're both for the side, uh, the side of the same coin. Absolutely, that's, that's but, if, it, but if you think about it, it but if you think about it, I, I see it in a different way because I supported the Cheeto uh, even 20, since 2015. And I'm going to say like this. Right now, you have to be smart with your vote in this way. We know that the biggest block in America is the non-voters. It's 100 million people. Now, one thing I would say is that the majority of people don't vote because they don't believe in both systems. Now, the only thing that gets people in power is that if they're able to persuade one side to swing to the other. And in all honesty, uh, we saw how people voted for Biden now simply because they refuse to believe that the hatred that they have for Trump was manufactured by the media. And to be honest with you, the the Biden hate and the people rejection of Biden right now, and Kamala's even worse, uh, they, they have her in a closet somewhere because I haven't seen her in, in a few days. Dude, she's going to so, get adopted by aliens. That's how low... <laughs> That's how to low be, her, her approval rating is. To be honest with you, I saw more money in my pocket. I saw more, even the black people that voted for Biden, I saw more black people being put out of jail, stupid sentences that were put in on them with the crime bill that Joe Biden manufactured in the 90s. I see them being put out on the street from jail. He freed 52,000 black men. I think we discussed that on your channel, Radical. And to be honest with you, it's like I said, you have to think like this. If the majority of people we know are not gonna swing for a third party yet, America is not ready for that yet. You have to understand like this. If Republicans are giving you certain things that you want, but Democrats are not giving you anything you want, what is the intelligent vote? Yeah, but you're, Denise, you're asking you're asking a, a population that doesn't really have that many intelligent people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm talking about as a collective because Latinos we know supported Biden overwhelmingly as well, and that's the people I'm asking. Our vote matters. Well, I mean, listen, I have a lot of Puerto Rican friends that if you tell you will tell them, oh, I'm a Trump supporter. Oh, you're blocked. A lot of people block. Yeah, me yeah, for that. but with the, with a the, with the with the information that I've been reading and what I've seen, let's be real. This dude, there's no way on earth that this dude got more votes than Barack Obama, let alone Donald Trump. Let no. Let's just keep it. Let's just call it for what it is. Let's call it for what it is. Yeah, but, it, it's it's like it's like I said. It's it's look. The problem is, in all honesty, it goes back to what I'm saying with AOC, is the fact that you have all this micro, 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 macro type of uh, politician that keeps telling people stupidity. And to be honest with you, it's it's insane 
that now identity politics, and I'm seeing it now, it's translated into our community as Latinos. And the pawn that's being used is AOC, just as the Democrat Party, Democratic Party used Obama as a fucking puppet. And that's now- not, That's not even anything, Denise. I'm starting to see, and mark my words, that La- Latinos, we're going to be, we're now going to be used the same way from the Democratic Party, the same way black people were used for the Democrats. I'm telling you Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. Well, look I at have, what's happening. They're going to start pandering. There's a, ca- Listen, there's a gonna, caveat to that, gonna, Radical. They're going to start pandering to, to us. They're like, already doing hard, that. Hardcore. You're going to see whoever the Democratic nominee is going to be, watch them get put song in their purse. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But, but Look, so at is, Look at the this. Look at this. The thing is, the, the Latinos that they're going to do that to are not going to be people who live here or were born here. See, what people don't understand, right, is the whole crisis at the border. It's not about race. It's about protecting your home. This is our home, right? Radical, yeah. you have a front door, right? At and your I, house, I, you have a front I have door? A, I have a gate. No, let me stop. I have a front door. I have a front door. No, but I'm, I'm saying you have a front door. Some people in front of their houses, they might have a small wall and a gate, right? That's, that's. I mean, it, it, it's decorative. It looks nice in front of some houses, but it can also be used as a deterrent, right? Part of, part of the, the thing with the border is us protecting our home, which we should put the wall up, put up other deterrents to stop people from coming in illegally, right? But in this country, what black people don't understand is that they're using these uh, these illegals to replace them because a lot of black people are saying, hold on, the Democratic Party is full of shit. A lot yeah. of black people are leaving and voting Republican or independent. They're seeing they're starting to see the grift now. So this is why they're le- he's leaving the, the border open that way. And they're incentivizing all these illegals coming in from South America and all over the world, right? Because it's not just it's not just Mexicans, Peruvians, Colombians, etc., coming in through the southern border, right? In Panama, there was a caravan there a couple of weeks ago when the Panamanian president, when she did an investigation onto who a lot of these people were, 56 of them were Al Qaeda related. They were from the Middle East and they had ties to Al Qaeda, right? But not they, only not only that, like look for example, look another another okay, Latinos, we have our own iron dome, our own Israel iron dome, and that is the 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 illegals that are traveling here. And I get it, I'm not politically correct, so if you get offended by me calling them illegals, kick rocks. But one thing um I'm seeing is like you know how it must feel for Latinos that had to come to this country and work for a fucking citizenship or a green card, pay taxes of the ass, to come here, work their asses off, just to see people that are coming here illegally get 450K in reparations. Why are we yeah. giving money to people that are not Americans? Exactly. Why are we putting this before? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Um. My name is Alejandro Gutierrez. And no, I, was I, was <laughs> I was separated. I was separated. I was separated at the border, so I deserve. You know, you know what I'm saying. I honest, deserve it. 
you might as well you might as well book a trip to Mexico, radical. Throw your papers in the river and just cross illegally so you can get that money. Exactly. Uh, what, what you what you what you think, Mr. Gutierrez, such as myself, did? <laughs> but no speaking English. No habla. No habla inglés. And the no thing the English. thing with that right is they're losing they're losing the African American vote. So. If you notice in a lot of Democrat cities, what they're doing is they're granting these illegals driver's license. Yeah. And they're yeah. using the driver's license as an ID, which it is. It's an ID. Well, it's happening in New Jersey. It, it happens in New York. Yeah. And, and California using it for too. voting. And notice how these, the the states, the states where that didn't really do so good on um, the previous election night that we just had was states that didn't pass voter ID laws. But but it's racist to ask somebody for their ID. That's racist. We can't do that. Oh, yeah. And you know what's crazy? Obama said in the past that the reason why he granted that was to, quote, unquote, monitor how many engage, how many illegals we had here. But in well, reality, well, that's that's well, not that's not I, what it happened. That's not there what was it a, happened. There was a lot of there was a lot of states that um voted against that. To be honest with you, uh, I believe I think was it New Jersey voted against um that whole ID to to illegal immigrants until recently, um and New York just passed it. I think uh, last year. Yeah, Governor Homo um, did it. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Cuomo, yeah, I'm Cuomo, sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Cuomo, Cuomo finally approved it with that, with the whole marijuana thing. You, you know, it was all a staged uh, stunt, but he he did do that. So yeah, um, because they they wanted they because let's be real, like Trump was a hundred percent right. There's election fraud, and okay, maybe it's not on a whole national scale. I get that, but there's still people who are not citizens of the US and vote in the in the presidential election and that's not fair right there's people who who are here that don't even they don't have any paperwork they shouldn't be voting in our elections they should be they should have a specialized ID for these people when they come across uh, look at Wananako Sayajin saying, I guess y'all don't like Latinos gaining numbers because black people lose political power. No, I see it, has, how it, is. it has nothing look, to do with that. That doesn't have nothing to do no, with but, that. The but problem we're is, used so at, let me, we're used but let me as pawns. But let me finish. Sorry, look, ahead, this, is the, this is the thing. It's not about black people. Black people are just 13% of this country. We're talking about also the 81 or 80, 86% of this nation is non-black so it's not black people are winning this and black people are losing that stop focusing on black people they're doing their own thing what we're talking about here is that america is a toilet is a failed state right now we can't keep giving our money to other countries it's like for example if i'm in my house and me and melanated knight are on a very strict budget and we keep giving our money for food to our for neighbors. For sex swings and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's like I said, it's retarded to me that we want to give a, let's give a billion dollars to Israel. That's the same shit that Not, put Puerto no, Rico you're, in you're the right. state. This is the same shit that put Puerto Rico in the state it is. I saw it happening in the micro, <laughs> and now it's happening in the macro. <laughs> no, no, I, you're, uh, you're right, Denise. You're, you're absolutely right. The fact that we're giving we're giving money to what wasn't it? I think was it last year or something like that? They were they were talking about giving money to Iran for a gender studies like it, yeah. it, it's it's insane. Well, who, but, but, who, who that? 
who started Excuse me. Obama we be, did. We should be focusing on um on our own country first, and then focus on anything else if we can. But no, that's that's hemorrhaging money. Uh, radical. Did I hear you correctly? Yeah. About what? About us giving us money to Iran to do a gender study. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I thought right. I thought there was our enemy. So we're giving money to our enemies They're now. Not our enemy. What you have to understand is that Obama okay. had his head up the up up the uh, the the what is it, prime minister yeah, so or whatever it his, was, his title uh, is. Hold, hold, he had his head up his ass, and 